Welcome to the e-commerce lab by Ecomsi. This is the place for everything related to Amazon private label and e-commerce. Learn exactly what you need to start or scale your business. Get insights from the top industry experts who will discuss the latest trends and best practices in the world of Amazon. From choosing products and sourcing from a supplier to setting up your Amazon account and marketing your business, you will hear it here. Let's get started. Here is your host, Vincenzo Toscano. Hey, hello guys, welcome to another episode of the Commerce Lab by Ecomsi. My name is Vincenzo Toscano and I am the CEO and founder of Ecomsi. Today we have two special guests. They're actually twins and their names are Brian and Arek Saberek. And they are the founders of the FBA startup, which is actually an Amazon business coaching group where they help you scale your Amazon business profitable. Today's topic is actually going to be around mindset foundation for scale, which I think in e-commerce and entrepreneurship is huge. I mean, having the right mindset for sure makes a big deal nowadays. And yeah, looking forward to discuss that. So now without any further delay, let me introduce you guys. How are you doing today? Doing, doing good. good. Yeah. <laughs> I always, well, I don't know why, time. but uh, every single time we um, we do these podcasts, interviews, whatever that looked like, the one thing that we mentioned on the front end is uh, we'll likely finish each other's sentences. We'll likely say the same thing <laughs> at the same time. Uh, it's just our twin thing or, or what we like to call our third brain uh, in the, the connection. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, as much as, as those people who hear about like, you know, the, the, the telepathy between twins, you know, me and Eric are walking examples of that. So you're likely going to see throughout this episode us in action. Yep. I mean, that's great. I mean, we got double the knowledge. So for sure, looking forward. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, great. Man. So, I mean, to get started with today's topic, before we jump into that, I always like to a, give a bit to the audience around your background, how you guys go starting to the e-commerce, Amazon, and then eventually for sure starting your company around helping other people. So if we can touch slightly in that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can uh, I can jump into it. Um, yeah, it's it's funny it's funny how it's evolved into where it is current state. Uh, and we'll chat more about that I'm sure during and throughout the podcast. But uh, you know we've been in the e-commerce world for you know, actively within over over four years now. Um, but we, like Brian and I had tried just about everything in the e-commerce space um, prior to us getting into Amazon, which is kind of where we found a home. Uh, you yeah. know, we found something that worked really well for us. I think one thing that I can attest to is uh, there's so many different models out there. Find something that works for you and just go all into it. I mean, that's how we've been able to grow, you know, our Amazon brands, of course, but using Amazon as a tool allowed us to, you know, create the coaching company, um, helping others. It's one of our core values is, personal and peer development, which is, which is why we ended up getting into the coaching world uh, as a whole. And now we've been able to get uh, epic results for students. And it's just an amazing thing to see. Um, but yeah, you know, long story short, we found about Amazon, uh, you know, just about four years ago. Um, but before that, before we actually started actively selling on Amazon, it took us about two years to actually get started. And I think that happens to a lot of people in the space. Yeah, uh, for a lot of people who want to get into entrepreneurship, which is why I love that we're talking about mindset, because uh, you know, there's never a good time to start something, right? People look yeah. at Amazon these days and they're like, damn, it's way too competitive. I'm not going to get into <laughs> it. Heck, two years from now, people are going to say the same damn thing, right? Yeah. And they're going to be like, I wish I got started two years ago. So, you know, when it comes to it, start something when you feel like you're ready to start something. Or if you're not ready to start something, just go and have the experience and able to do it and just take action. Uh, you know, we were very much so we call it paralysis by analysis, where we yeah. were just trying to make sure everything was as perfect as possible. 
there's no such thing as that. So um, entrepreneurship business as a whole is all about taking risks. It's all about growing throughout the process. Um, and I haven't learned as much as I've learned during my journey of entrepreneurship, even though I've done schooling, I went to post-secondary, the amount you learn when you're in the trenches building a business is, you know, it, it nothing equates to it because what you get in real life experience is just incredible. So, Absolutely. um, yeah, that's great. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I mean, totally agree with you for sure. I mean, I think that's where mindset really starts to play a big role. Uh, whenever we have also clients or people coming to us, we see that one of the big things always is that they want to have all the knowledge, like 100% knowledge of the platform, having all the tricks under their sleeve, all the strategies <laughs> before launching the first product. And the reality, I mean, you, you also know this, is the reality you learn it by doing it. Is as, yep. as much as you want to try to be all perfect before launching, I think having the mindset of taking the risk and taking that first step for sure, I have seen that that's usually that what move people forward to towards success in Amazon. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I agree. I think at the end of the day, like, you know, one thing Eric um, pretty much said, but in one line is, is take action and take action yeah. today. It's taking that first step forward um, and, and doing things because, you know, Amazon e-commerce as a whole, anyone that has been in the space over the past one, two, three years, you'll realize that it has evolved and it almost evolves every single month, every single week, every single you know quarter. So realistically, you can start now, you could try to learn everything, but as soon as you actually start and maybe launch your product, the, the games can change completely. So it's a matter yeah. of starting, getting your feet wet and learning as you go. Um, but you know, ideally you're learning from someone that is also in the trenches because yes. learning from someone that's also in the trenches, you know, they're going to be more in the norm of getting mentorship so that they can learn and then they can teach you. So that's kind of been our secret to success is, is hiring mentors as soon as we have a bottleneck within our business. Yeah, for sure. I think also when it comes to starting your first birth business, especially uh, around Amazon e-commerce or entrepreneurship in general, I think. There are for sure some foundation around mindset, which I would like to start touching, yeah. which is usually, I mean, for sure, I want you, you guys jump into this. I mean, what do you think is those core foundations around mindset that you feel somebody really needs to have whenever jumping into entrepreneurship that you think if they don't have that, they are really going to struggle when it comes to making their business? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I want to take one step back before we do that, because uh, in my opinion, so something within our program that we do is we are firm believers that you will not be successful in the e-commerce space or in business without mindset and foundation. So before you're going through any of the technical aspects, the actual strategy, the understanding of the business and the process of that, it's very, very important to understand that things come to, to life in two different scenarios. One is in your mind, and then two is in the physical world. So it first starts in your mind as an idea or as a process uh, or something. And then you putting action in towards that is going to put it into your real life in your physical world. So understanding that first and working on your mind prior to getting into business, I can't tell you this enough, but it has helped our students significantly. Uh, it's built a, bit, a very strong community because of that reason, because you start to realize that, you know, you're not necessarily building a business here, but you're working on yourself and yourself is building that business instead of you building that business. Uh, which yeah. is kind of like, you know, counterintuitive, so to speak. But to answer your question here, um, I, I'll say two things and I'm, I'm sure Eric's going to say a couple, uh, a couple things as well. Yeah. I think being resourceful is one of honestly the key components. And, and what does that mean exactly? 
the ability to ask good questions, because what you'll realize in entrepreneurship is, you know, there's peaks and valleys. When you're in a valley, you need to be able to ask the question first to yourself and then to somebody else so you can get out of that valley. If you stay in that valley for too long, you will no. give up. We, we did it in multiple times and we learned it the hard way. And the second <laughs> thing in my, in my opinion is, is coachability. The ability mm. to learn Big. something, intake it, and take action. The ability to get advice, understand it, not be in you know your own zone and be like, yeah. hey, no, that's not right. Just listen to someone that is more of an expert that has done this uh, and take that and actually put it into your life. Yeah, that's great. <clears throat> talking on resourcefulness as well. I, th I think I'd like to to take that a little bit a little step further. Um, it's it's so important. And Brian talked about the ability to ask good questions. I I see that as um, a very big portion of resourcefulness, but it's also, you know, what are you willing to do to make, to make shit happen? Uh, excuse my French yeah. there. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like what are you doing? What are you doing outside of the norm to get a result? Uh, you know, we've had people that, you know, we hop on a call with and, you know, obviously it's not free to work with us. We charge a premium because we yeah. know what we're, we're good at what we do. Uh, but we have had people who come in that don't have a budget to even get started on Amazon, but they're so hungry that mm. they want to get started. So they go and find the money, right? What are you willing to do outside of the norm that allows you to push forward to get into a result or take action on something um, so that you can get to wherever you want to go sooner, right? Yeah. Um, so that's resourceful, resourcefulness for me. One thing I'd like to say about business as a whole is for anybody that is listening to this, there's no such thing as a get rich quick scheme. Um, as cliche yeah. as it sounds, uh, there's no such thing. Everything is going to be hard. Amazon, yes, it, you know, some people pick up on it really, really easy. I've also had a lot of people who have a really hard time doing it. Um, it comes easier to people uh, than others is really what it comes yeah. down to. Find what works for you. Do something that makes you happy with what you're wanting to do and make sense for whatever lifestyle it is that you're actually going for. So for us, you know, when we first started Amazon, we needed something that didn't require as much attention, had a lot of the operational stuff handled for us. You know, we do Amazon FBA. We don't have to deal with logistics, fulfillment, all that kind of stuff. And that's why for us, it was a hands, a more, more of a hands-off model. Um, obviously it has its own challenges, like not finding the right product that can have its own nightmare. Um, you know, you have to deal with suppliers and you have to, you know, pull some late nighters to be able to chat through some issues that you might have with those suppliers or to finalize an order, right? It has its own challenges, but I can do that. I wouldn't be able to be in a warehouse every day and ship out units every single day, yeah. right? So having <laughs> something that works with you, not against you. Um, and then, yeah, you know, the, on the topic of a get rich quick scheme, like you cannot go into the mindset or go, in, go mm -hmm. into business as a whole with the mindset of that, because that is going to ruin yourself. Uh, it's going to ruin your business. You're going to think it's easier. You're going to get knocked down and you won't know how to get back up. Right. Yeah. So the other thing I talk about when it comes to, you know, character traits as a whole is the ability to persevere and realizing that everything that you do is a blessing. Um, you know, I talk about this with our students a lot as well. I talk about it with a lot of, you know, my peers and everything like that. Uh, but I look at, I'm a very analytical guy, you know, Brian and I, we describe ourselves as I'm the analytical twin <laughs> and Brian is the creative. That's right. <laughs> so we, we, uh, we complement each other really well, but for me, I'm always looking for how can I improve something or how can I make something better even though it's already really good. So when you're taking action, when you're doing something, you're always going to get a result, right? You're always yeah. going to get either something that is going to work and you realize, hey, I'm going to continue doing this. I'm going to make it better. I'm going to optimize it. Or maybe you just want to keep steady with how it's working, right? You continue to do that stuff. 
And then the other portion to it is what people like to think is, hey, this didn't work or I failed, right? I'm not going to do it, but I failed. For us, it's a learning opportunity, yes. right? It's data that we can use to be like, hey, okay, that didn't work. But what if I tweaked it like that? Or what if I did X, Y, Z instead of this? Because I clearly didn't get to the result. Whereas most people will go and give up on it, right? So yes. the ability to take anything that you learn and know that regardless of what happens, a positive is going to come from it. Now that positive might come in a learning experience, but realize that that is a tool for you. And, you know, you know, we talked about life experience. We talked about being in the trenches. We talked about building a business gives you all of this incredible experience. That's the fruit of it, failing and being able to get over it. That's how you grow your business, but that's how you grow yourself. Cause you can now learn either what's going to work or what you should not do or potentially make better so that it does in fact work. Sharpen yeah. the skill set. I mean, yeah, totally agree <laughs> with everything that you say. I mean, thank you for sharing that. I think <clears throat> for sure you touch on something very important, which is a negative side of thing with the mindset, Yeah, which is a lot of people jump into entrepreneurship and business with a negative mindset. And I think for some of these people, they might go online and try to find what is the right mindset for business, but for some reason they just can't get it, right? Yeah. So my question around this is, do you feel mindset is something that we are born with that or do you feel it's something that, that can be trained? And if maybe you can share around what are some of the tips you would advise for these people that just don't have the right mindset, mm -hmm. but they still have the something inside them that tell them that they really want to pursue entrepreneurship, right? Great question. Um, I think there's definitely people out there that, that are born, uh, with a good mindset or, or even yeah. more. So I shouldn't say born in my opinion, they're maybe surrounded with people with good mindsets and that inhibits and kind of like revolves and instills mm. into that person. For example, yep. if my parents were entrepreneurs and you know, any kind of entrepreneur, you, you have a good mindset. If you're someone that persevere, like Eric says, and you're building a business and that business becomes successful, you've gone through trials and you've gone through turbulence to the point where you have built a mindset that you can be proud of at the end of the day. Yeah. So if I was brought up with a family with with a with within some form of entrepreneurial drive or, or even just business minding in some capacity, I'm sure that you would you be able to develop a mindset. But to answer your question, absolutely. Mindset definitely can be evolved. It can definitely be learned and it can be taught. But the one thing that I'll state is it starts with you. You need to accept that you need to develop your mm -hmm. mindset. You cannot be in your way. You cannot be selfish. You need to be humble and you need to live a life of abundance and be able to take advice from other people and adopt that. So some major things that helped us is, you know, first of all, take baby steps. So there's this book that we recommend to pretty much every single person that we talk mm -hmm. to. It's called The Slight Edge. Okay. okay. The Slight okay. Edge was probably... Um, it was one of my first personal development books that I read. And that book talks about getting 1% better every single day. If mm -hmm. you put that into your life and you understand that if you can get 1% better every single day, every single year, you're getting 365% better, right? Yes. It may seem minimal in the moment, but if you focus on doing one thing every single day that allows you to evolve your life, push you forward, push you towards your vision, push you towards your goal, I guarantee you, your mindset will, will evolve over the next year or so, okay? Yes. The other book that I recommend, and the one this was literally, I think, one of the first books that I ever read. It was called The Magic of Thinking Big. So in mm. my opinion, you need to understand where you're going. And that doesn't necessarily mean goals, but it means vision, right? So a vision is, at the end of the day, something that you're really working towards. And your vision will evolve. But if you don't have 
an end goal in mind or something you're working towards, you're never going to be able to adopt or change your mindset, your habits, your routines on that journey of getting to that vision, right? Yes. So reading is, is fundamental in my opinion, reading For or sure. listening to audio surrounding yourself. So, you know, we're talking about environment very much. So we haven't said it, but we're talking about environment here. So surrounding yourself either by listening, reading, or actually putting yourself in a room with people that are successful and just adopting their mindset. But Eric had mentioned, figure out what works for you. Something that we learned the hard way was, you know, I'll go read seven habits of highly effective people and I will, I will put all of those habits into play, but you'll quickly yep. realize that maybe those habits don't work for you specifically. So learn at the end of the day, learn from what you're learning but figure out the things that work for you. So there's always going to be a reflection period on a certain thing that you learn. Reflect on that. See if it works for you. Continue doing it if it doesn't, if it does, and then stop doing it if it doesn't. Walk into yeah. reading a book, listening to an audio just to take away one thing, and that will allow you to get 1% better every single day. Yeah, I, I think for sure having that like feedback uh, loop in around your growth is essential yeah. because otherwise you, you end up running in circles doing the same thing over and over again and you think that's going to bring any change but it might pass years and years and you're, you're going to be in the, in the same position right yeah which i think um people like you i mean with everything that you guys are doing for sure are bringing a big change into the industry because i feel like there is a lot of people out there that for sure needs support with uh, improving the mindset yeah. like really having a community where they share all their experiences because I also can feel like a lot of people that maybe is encountering themselves in a negative mindset, maybe they are a bit depressive or maybe they just don't even know where to start with. I think for sure having a community, people around you that really talk about business, about positive mindset, about how to keep growing. Because if you are just, I feel this happen a lot that a lot of people end up um, being on a negative circle. And mm -hmm. they, they just say, oh, you're crazy. You want to do your own business that never, never work out. I don't know anybody that, that has uh, done a good business. You should go back to work and uh, do your career. So um, can you maybe touch on some examples of people that you have seen going from really negative kind of mindset, really negative background, and then by implementing some mindset, you have seen that a huge difference in the long term? Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, you know, I'd, I'd like to talk a little bit more about, um, you know, how this all relates back to Brian and I as well. And you'll understand why, mm -hmm. um, you know, Brian and I growing up throughout high school, like, you know, we had a close friend circle. We love to party. I think everybody in their team <laughs> should party and have fun. Yes. Um, but, you know, we, we lived for the weekend. We lived for Friday, Saturday night, <laughs> house parties, you know, go to the bar, all that kind of stuff. Uh, everybody goes through those stages in their lives. Uh, but, you quickly realize when you real when you when you have an understanding of your vision, like Brian had talked about, and where you want to go, you realize how your circle is so important. So for me, like one thing that Brian and I did when we first when we well, this was like when we went into university because we knew we were on a different path. A lot of our a lot of our friends, you know, went down the trades route, so on and so forth. Um, nothing too crazy. We wanted to do business. We wanted to do bigger things, uh, and we knew that required a level of commitment and also you know, be around the right people that allows you to sharpen your skills. And just, um, you know, we talk about positive and, and negative mindsets. Mm. You surround yourself with positive people because you don't want negativity around you. If you yeah. are in this negative mindset, naturally what happens is you attract negative things. You know, we are humans who attract what we experience, what we think of. 
um, right? It's the law of attraction 101. If we think positively, we're around more positive influences, more positive things will happen to us. It allows us to stretch our reality is really what it comes down to. Um, so going back to my story here, you know, what we had to do when we realized like, hey, this is just not going to work with our group of friends. It's not that we said, hey, you know, screw That's off. We're, yeah. not gonna, we're not going to hang out with you. We just made them more acquaintances for the time being while we were building ourselves up, while we were building our business, while we were building our career. And that allowed us to build the skill sets we needed to succeed in our lives. Now, fast forward, we pushed them away. Obviously, they weren't happy because, you know, we're, we were used to, you know, everything. Friday, Saturday, go out, party, <laughs> drink. Uh, yeah. But now a lot of those people are now gravitating back towards us and are starting and joining our program to get started mm -hmm. on Amazon businesses. You know, we had, a, we had a couple of students uh, that we partied with uh, a lot of, yeah. right? <laughs> um, right? In their first month of selling on Amazon, they hit 30 grand in sales. That was life-changing to them, Yeah, right? Sure. So, you know, you, you also, and, and as even when we were doing it, they're like, oh, that's not going to work. You know, they were like, yeah. this is just, you know, yeah, I know you're <laughs> like, you know, you, you have this mindset and you can do it and I know you can, but like, that's not going to work. And yeah. now all of a sudden they start gravitating towards us. So it's, it's more of like us being an inspiration now. Um, but that's what happens, right? Life goes through stages, friends, friend groups dissolve, right? And as you continue to do things, people will naturally come back to you. So for them, it was very much so like, oh, I'm tired of doing this job where I have to clock in, clock out. I want to build something that works for me, right? And we get a lot of those students. Like we get a lot of students who are just tired of their jobs and they want to be able to, they have the mindset, they have the grit, they have the capital. They want to change in their lives for their families, for themselves. It just mm -hmm. requires a step in a, a step in the right direction is really what it comes down to. Um, and then when it comes to mentorship, I think that's just an accelerated way of how you can get to a result quicker. That's great. Yeah, I think that's that's huge. I think being around the right people for sure makes a big difference. And that's that's where I feel having a community like you guys do is huge because sometimes people it just within their family, within their friends, the school, university, or whatever is their environment, they just can find a light that can really shine on them and really yeah. make them feel confident. And I, th I think that plays a huge role when it comes to mindset. Now, when it comes to mindset, for sure, there is a, a set of mindset in terms of when you want to start entrepreneurship, when you want to start your business. But I feel that kind of mindset starts to evolve when your business starts growing as well. So yeah. usually when you reach that point that your business starts to grow, it starts to become profitable, you're starting to generate some revenue. I feel your mindset start requires a, another set of skills for sure. So you can start doing the scale, which is a, what I want to touch now. So can you briefly touch what is usually that set of skills you see that is the main difference between getting started in yep. entrepreneurship and actually scaling a business to the next level. Yeah, I, I can speak on this. I love this topic personally. <laughs> uh, and I, I learned this from one of my men mentors and I'll give a shout out to him, Zan Sheikh. He's a, a mindset beast, uh, someone right. that has ran over 40 brands in the Amazon space, very successful coaching business, uh, and now does a lot of work uh, trading in the market. But um Personally, we, we call it the hero's journey of entrepreneurship because it does evolve. Um, and, you know, realistically, as an entrepreneur, I think there's mixed signals about it in the industry and, and what people think uh, what an entrepreneur is. Because, you know, transparently, like going back to myself and Eric's journey of working a corporate job, we were working 10 to 14 hour days working in the business, uh, making a great income by all means, but we were working for someone else, right? And we wanted to quit mm. 
our jobs so that we can work for ourselves and work less. But what you'll quickly realize is when you're in a business that you love and you like wake up with a lot of excitement, you will work 14, 16, 20 hour days and it doesn't feel like work. So, um, the first step within the hero journey, uh, the hero's journey of entrepreneurship is, is an employee, right? An employee is working for someone else. The bottleneck within that is realistically time, right? There's only 24 hours in a day in order to make more money within that job. You need to either have a higher salary, a higher pay rate, or get more time in the day, but you can't get more yeah. time in the day. So you're capped in some capacity, right? Yes. The next kind of step in that journey is, is becoming a freelancer. So a lot of people will, you know, let's say get into a sales role and they become a freelancer right. as in, hey, I'm going to work and be an independent contractor and do high ticket sales for someone else. I'm yes. contracting myself out at X rate because I know my, my time and my worth. I have my own business now, but I'm still working for someone else. Yes. Meaning this could also be service-based companies. You know, if you're a graphic designer, you have your own business, but you're bound to other people's contracts. Same thing. Your bottleneck there is time. You only have 24 hours in a day. All you can do is charge more. Yes. And then you get into actual entrepreneurship. So when you're actually building a business, the end goal with building a business is you're selling an item or a service that is kind of in a way on autopilot, meaning Amazon, as an example, I sell products. They distribute my products. I can wake up to money in my pocket, right? Yeah. I am selling an end goal. <laughs> I'm selling a result. but. Yeah. When you're doing that as an entrepreneur, you're working in the business. You're trying to figure out, and I very much so encourage this, work within the business and do everything yourself first. Figure yes. out how to find products, figure out how to source products, figure out how to optimize your listings, how to run ads, how to scale. Learn everything yourself first because you know we chat about this on the front end. Business evolves like crazy. And you need to do what works for your business. Every single product is going to be different. Therefore, the strategies to scale that product is also going to be different. So figure out what works really good for your business so that it's very consistent and sustainable. Start building what we call standard operating procedures, documenting everything. And then the last step and the most exciting step is becoming a CEO. The yes. differences between an entrepreneur and a CEO is instead of working in the business, think of a box, you're working on top of the box, you're working mm. on the business. So when you have procedures in place, standard operating yeah. procedures, you know how, to, how the business should operate. You know that it's you know, very much so on autopilot and it's sustainable. All you need to do now is hire people to yes. dive into training. And all you need to do as a CEO is make high-level decisions, get the tasks, trust that are at the end of the day, building the business for you while you're really just, you know, paying bills, you're making high level decisions on new projects to implement and you're delegating yeah. into it. The way that I look at it is a CEO is the brain of the company and then your employees that work for you are your hands. So you're yes. telling them how to operate and what to do within the business. So if you can understand that it's a journey and that's something also very, very important, an entrepreneur, you need to enjoy the process. You need to enjoy the journey. And if you don't, at the end of the day, you're not going to make it in business. So yeah. understand that you need to do everything yourself first, understand. <laughs> and then from there, um, become a CEO and level up. And uh, that's when it is infinitely scalable because all you need to do is hire more people and you can make as much money as you want. Yeah. I mean, totally agree with that. I, I actually have experienced that myself as well. And I think, I think one of the biggest mistakes that I see in other people when they're doing this step from jumping from normal employee freelancer to being a CEO is that they become a CEO, but at the same time, they are crazy around micromanagement. So they think yeah. nobody knows more than them. They want to control all the processes. They don't trust people. 
And I feel actually th that's a huge setback because at the end of the day, you actually want to hire people that is smarter than you, that yeah. know more than you. Yeah, I mean, that, that's, that's the end thing for sure. Yeah, I, I, I was just going to say that like, uh, you know, you, you're always going to be capped at, at where you are. But if you can bring in people that are smarter than you, your business is going to infinitely scale. It, it realistically is. Yes, for sure. I mean, that's the fastest way because by the time you learn all the process and teach it, by that time, a lot, a lot of people have done it already. So I think for sure hiring and growing the team around that is huge. Absolutely. Great. So I think just to start concluding today's episode, I mean, I always also like to ask, is there any type of question that you feel I didn't do today that you feel is going to for sure bring value to the audience? Because I always want to make sure we bring as many nuggets as possible to the audience in terms of to the topic before yeah yeah i i, I want to chat about something that i think uh, would be very valuable especially for the people that are listening today that um, are not entrepreneurs yet um and, and are i most likely young okay because eric and i experienced this firsthand so um it's a difference the difference between a savings versus an investing mindset so a lot of people think that, you know, you can park all your money in a high interest savings account and, and earn 3% on it. And, and, you know, you're yeah. chilling, you're, you know, you're, you're going to be rich eventually, but yeah, in my opinion, <laughs> yeah, in my opinion, you're going to cap yourself out. And to be honest, you're losing money with, with the way that inflation is right now in the world, 3% in a high interest savings account, you're literally losing money. In, inflation is 5% plus. So yeah. that's one perspective. When we were able to adopt and, you know, Amazon was our first real investment into our money. Uh, and when we were able to adopt the mindset that, hey, if I can put my money into something and get a return, so get a return on my investment, then I will become wealthy sooner because that way you're letting your money work for you in some capacity. And then again, going back to Eric's point about uh, learning experiences, failures, and, and understanding that there's a learning experience, you know, Eric and I spent $150,000 last year alone in mentorship specifically. And <laughs> The amount of money that we, we made a couple million last year, right? So yeah. the return on investment for that was significant. So mm. all I can say is adopt an investor's mindset and start small. Start with a small amount. See that you're going to get an investment on it, that you're going to get so obsessed that you're going to keep reinvesting back into your business and into yourself and you will evolve like crazy. Again, accelerate your growth with mentorship of some capacity or some development of some capacity, whether it be, you know, reading more books consistently, listening to podcasts, whatever that looks like. So um, I think that's something very, very important to know. Yeah, I mean, that's a huge tip. Hey, thank you for sharing to to conclude today's episode. I think investing yourself, that's one of the biggest thing. I, I feel sometimes people, when they start to grow and seeing some money in their bank, they feel that they already know everything. And they stop learning, they stop going to events, they stop doing mentorship like you guys are doing that for sure is paying off. So I think that's huge. I mean, thank you for sharing that. Yeah. What got you there won't get you there. Yeah. What got you here won't get you there. For sure, 100%. <laughs> yeah, man. Great. So, I mean, first of all, just to conclude today's episode, I want to thank you guys. I mean, the knowledge you guys dropped today is huge. I feel mindset is something that people don't like to talk about a lot because they feel like, Sometimes it's something like it's just for marketing purposes or it's something that really doesn't exist. But myself, I have experience that really having the right mindset for sure can help you scale your business. So I appreciate all the knowledge you guys brought today. Absolutely. So, no, great. So now before we 
uh, close, I want you to give you a few minutes just to share everything about yourself in terms of the social media where people can reach out, how they can receive support, even around mindset of doing Amazon businesses. Uh, yeah, everything. <laughs> yeah, I, I would say the best way to, to connect with us is uh, likely on Instagram. Our Instagram is the Zab Twins. So the Z-A-B Twins. Uh, yes. Our website is also the ZabTwins.com. If you want to chat with our team, uh, we have a book a call on there as well. Or you can message us on Instagram and we can you know chat with you a little bit more to see if we could be a potential fit for you. Um, and then we also have a free Amazon community on uh, on Facebook. Uh, it's called the FBA Startup Amazon Community. Pretty simple because our program is called the FBA Crazy. Startup. Um, yeah. And then if you want another Instagram handle, um, our Instagram handle for the FBA Startup is the FBA Startup. That's great. <laughs> Very easy to find everything. I'm going to make sure as well to put everything in the description. Okay. Cool. <laughs> great. So, I mean, thank you for coming, guys. For sure, I'm going to have you on the next one and take care. Okay. We can awesome. Sounds, Sounds good. good. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank Thanks for listening to The E-Commerce Lab by EcomC. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. While you are at it, we would appreciate it if you could leave an honest rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. That will make it easier for others to find out about the show and benefit from it. Want more? Visit our website at www.ecomc.com where you can get your first consultation for free. Or... Find us on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn at ecomc.